Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to Special Edition, a weekly look at the issues in the news and the personality shaping the stories. Thanks for joining me on Special Edition. I'm Paula Dagnan. Can you believe it? It's almost Labor Day weekend, and it is back to school time, too. We're going to be telling you about the Young Ambassadors of PA program. We'll also be talking about food allergies, especially for children and adults who might be heading back to school. Some of those can be life-threatening. Coming up, it's a Labor Day weekend tradition, Valley with the Heart Benefits. We do it for the kids. And starting us off, the 14th annual Memorial Pet Walk and Car Show to benefit Tracy's Hope Hospice Care and Rescue for Domestic Animals will be happening Labor Day weekend. Denise Coomer is here. She has the details of where and when, Denise. We have a Memorial Pet Walk and Car Show coming up. That's at Scranton McDade Park. It's on September 2nd. We have a pet walk registration from 9 a.m. to 9.30. You can walk with or without your pet. Um, We have the ceremony and walk at 10 a.m. And then we have a car show after that at 12 noon. We have food, 50-50, bake sale, and a huge basket auction going to be a great day. Of course it is because you folks are hosting it and you always have a great time. Tell us about that car show. What's involved there? The car show, uh, we usually get um, a lot of cars, over 100 cars every year we have it. It starts at 12 p.m. to 5. That's after the the, uh, pet walk. Registration to register your car is $10 at the day of the show. We have trophies, gifts, prizes. It's really a great car show. We get some beautiful cars there. And that, of course, is at McDade Park. The registration begins at noon? Yes. But you can still get your car in place by 2 o'clock? How does that work? Yes. All cars to be judged have to be in place by 2 p.m. But the registration, they can start bringing their cars in at 12 p.m and register, you know, the trophies and everything are given out uh, before 5 p.m. Now let's talk about that all-important pet walk because that's going to be the beginning of the day. And how does that work? The Memorial Pet Walk uh, gives you a chance to memorialize your pet. If you've lost a pet, it helps you to grieve. It's actually a beautiful, beautiful event. And then, of course, it's a celebration of life. We have all of the events going on. We have vendors. We actually are even going to have axe throwing as one of the, <laughs> the vendors. I don't know how it works, but people are raving about it. It's a fun thing. I've done yeah. the axe throwing. and it Have is, you really? I have, and it is quite a... It's quite an exercise. Let me tell you, I could, I got it to the, I got it to the wall, but a a friend of mine, she was the one who got it actually to stick and I couldn't figure that one out. So I think that's something that you need to give it a try. (laughs) Oh, I'm not so sure with my shoulders, but I'm going to take a look. I'm going to be a spectator there. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about the ceremony. Yes. We have Mark Hiller. From WBRE, he's going to be reciting the Rainbow Bridge, which he does every year for us. And uh, we have the Pet Blessing by Father Phil Sladica. We have that every year. 
And then we go into the, uh, the actual walk. It's really a nice event. It's healing. You can register from 9 to 9.30. And as I said before, the walk will start at 10 a.m. And there's also a t-shirt. Oh, yes. We have our annual pet walk t-shirt. A lot of businesses will sponsor us and they're on the shirts. And these shirts are worn all year round at every event that we have. They get good advertisement from it. So anybody who wants to register their business on our pet shirts, they can call us at 570-457-1625. But it's, it's going to be beautiful. I, I think our shirts this year is a light lavender. And then on the front of the shirt, we have all the pets that have passed. We memorialize them. So it's really, really a nice healing event. But if somebody does want to bring their current pet with them, they're more than welcome to do that as well. Oh, absolutely. We get a lot of uh, people walk with their pets. It's nice. It really is nice. Well, let's talk a little bit about Tracy's Hope Hospice Care and Rescue for Domestic Animals, because when you talk about memorializing the pets and remembering pets who have passed, you're the folks that are trying to help people when their pet is actually passing. Yes, we do. We go out to the homes and evaluate the situation because some people call and they say, I don't know whether my pet's ready or not to pass. We go down and we um, sit with the family. We do a lot of it over the phone as well. Um, People will call that they lost their pet and the feelings they're having and they're grieving. And we talk with them there. We have a vet that goes out to euthanize in the home. So it's it's peaceful and it's peaceful for the pet because the pet doesn't have to go to a vet's office. They can die in their own home. To help with the pets that you also have, how can people get in touch with you if they would like to volunteer or if they can't make it to the upcoming event on the 2nd uh, that they would like to donate? They can donate through our website at www.tracyshope.com Dot com. They can call us at 570-457-1625. can simply mail in a check. They can do that too. The checks are made payable to Tracy's Health Rescue and they're mailed to 113 Foot Avenue in Durier, 18642. As the lady who is the uh, putter together of all these different great events that you have, you can issue the official invitation to everybody for your event on September 2nd. Absolutely. Um, Myself and my volunteers, we look forward to seeing everybody. It's an event we have every year and it's very successful. So there's going to be vendors. Uh, You can purchase things, pet lover items, uh, dog biscuits. We're going to have a bake sale. We're going to have food trucks. It's going to be nice. It really is. When and where? It's at Scranton McDade's Park, and it's September 2nd. And like I said, the pet walk registration is from 9 a.m. to 9.30. The ceremony and the walk is at 10 a.m. The car show starts at 12 noon. We hope to see you there. Thanks once again to Denise Coomer with details on the 14th Annual Memorial Pet Walk and Car Show to benefit Tracy's Hope Hospice. And it's a Labor Day weekend tradition, Valley with the Heart Benefits. John Davis explains it best. He says, we do it for the kids. John Davis is here, and if John is here, it means that Valley with the Heart must be ready to have a big day. Is that true, John? Yes, that is so true. <laughs> and what number is this? How many years has this been going on? Our first event was in 2001. And, you know, basically like everything else in the world, we skipped 2020. So this is our 22nd event. 22 years with Valley and with the Heart. That's amazing. Yeah, we've been doing this a while. Tell us about it. For people who don't know what you've been doing the past 22 years, what exactly does this all mean? 
So Value with the Heart Benefits is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Our mission is to raise awareness and raise funds to provide assistance to families right here in Luzerne County with seriously ill children. 22 years. How many kids have you helped? Is the, Do you even have a ballpark figure? I don't. I mean, we have a couple of poster kids every year for the big event, but there are other families that we help throughout the year. Paula, I'm going to guess it's it's probably in the hundreds, I would say. We get requests you know, on a monthly basis. We, we, we have a board meeting once a month, and we have requests pretty much every month. You know, some families just need a little bit of help. Maybe they're traveling back and forth to Danville or they're traveling back and forth to Hershey Medical Center or Children's Hospital in Philly. And the travel expenses are killing them. I mean, come on, look at the price of gas, you know. Mm-hmm. So they might just need a little bit of help. So we, we help them out with uh, prepaid gas cards and that sort of thing. Some families are in a little more dire circumstances and, and they need a little more help. Everything is done on a case-by-case basis, but there's so many more families that we help every year aside from our poster kids. And when we're talking about the idea of you helping these families, how does that come about? Do they find you? Do you find them? Is there certain criteria? Because there may be people out there who are listening and are just finding themselves in a situation that you're talking about, and maybe they just don't know where to turn. We tried, and this is this is the biggest problem we have, is finding kids to help. We've put our, our name out there to the hospitals, you know, especially the PAIDS departments, doctors and, you know, medical centers and all of that. Just, just here's who we are and here's what we do. And, and they can't, because of HIPAA laws, of course, they can't say, oh, there's this family with this little boy or this little girl and they have this situation. They can't tell us that because of the, the, the privacy laws. The only thing they can do is pass our information along to patients that they have to say, hey, here's this organization and they're right here in Luzerne County. They're local people. They're there to help if you need some help. That's how a lot of people find out about us. A lot of our our families that we help, that's how a lot of them uh, learn about who we are and what we do. A lot of it is word of mouth. You know, friends will refer, hey, I've got a neighbor who has, you know, a little boy with this situation. I have a relative. I have a, you know, whatever. So a lot of it's through word of mouth. And, of course, we're we're always trying to get our, our name out there in the media so people know who we are and where we are and how you can find us. And while we're talking about that, two easiest ways to find us online www.valleywiththeheart.com and on Facebook we are at Valley with the Heart Benefits VWHB. Again, when we're talking about these different situations that families can in, can be in, is it uh, children with uh, maybe a cancer? Because you talked about you know going to out of the area to Philadelphia, having to drive there, having to drive to Hershey. So it's it's not just anything specific. It's all kinds of different things, right? Yes. Um, in fact, one of our and you mentioned cancers. Uh, you know, kids with with cerebral palsy, uh, kids with heart conditions, kids. You know, it's not anything. There are organizations out there that are specific to different types of cancers and, and things of that nature. That's not us. Any kid in Luzerne County under the age of eighteen with a serious illness. If you're struggling, we're here to help. Perfect example, one of our poster kids this year. We have two poster kids this year. Two absolutely adorable little girls. One of them, her name is Ayana, and uh, Ayana just recently turned four years old. Ayana has a condition called hypoplastic left heart syndrome. Basically, it means she has a half a heart. And she's so stinking cute. If, if you ask her what kind of heart she has, she, she puts her hand on her chest and she says, I have a special heart brings tears to your eyes because she's such a happy little kid. You know, she's such a happy little girl and you know, she loves music and she loves to dance and she loves other, but she gets tired out a lot quicker than most kids do because her heart has to work so hard. So, and that's something that she's had uh, since she was born. She's, uh, like I said, she just recently turned four years old. This little girl has already had three open heart surgeries and she just turned four years old. Our other poster child this year, her name is Skyla. And Skyla is five years old. 
Skyla is quadriplegic and she has cerebral palsy. You know, another one, she loves to sing and she loves music and, and she absolutely loves to swim. Her mom says you put her in a pool and she's like a fish. I can understand where that, you know, the, the, the weightlessness of being in water would, would give her more opportunity to, to move and be free. Um, so I can, you know, I can understand that where she loves to swim. But both of these girls, they, they just, you know, I say it, I, I don't know if it's wrong to say it this way or not, but the way they, the way they conduct themselves and the way they act and their attitude, it's like they don't even realize how sick they are. They're just happy kids, you know? And um, that's kind of what keeps us going is seeing the smiles on these kids' faces. That's what keeps us driving forward. If you go to your Valley with the Heart Benefits VWHB Facebook page, you can see those two young ladies because I brought it up and there they are. And you are right. They are both cute as buttons. Aren't they cutie pies? They They really are. are. Yes. Now, we also have a benefit that's going to be coming up in order to continue to get the word out and also to raise money. So, Tell us about that. The twenty second year for this. Yep. Well, it's a little twenty third, but like I said, we skipped one, so you know, twenty our twenty second time we're doing it. Yeah. So the benefit ride and picnic is always on the Sunday of Labor Day weekend. This year, that happens to be September third. We're at the St. Faustina Grove down in Nanticoke, uh, which is where we've we've been hosting this for several years now. We actually started at another venue, but it grew and grew, and we kind of outgrew the place, so we, we moved over to St. Faustina's. Basic chain of events is the gates open at 8 a.m. for registration for the ride. There is a motorcycle ride. Uh, we serve breakfast. We have our first of 14 bands takes the stage. It's an acoustic act called Whiskey and Woods. They take the stage at 10 o'clock and, you know, some nice mellow acoustic music uh, while folks are enjoying their breakfast and whatnot. About quarter to 11, we do the national anthem. We have a quick driver's meeting and the guys take off and uh, kickstands up at 11 o'clock. They go out on the ride. Uh, When they get back from the ride, the first band for the afternoon kicks off and the music is on two stages. So it literally goes nonstop all afternoon. Uh, Fireworks display. Our friends at Sky Shooters Displays put on just a wonderful fireworks display for us every year. Plenty of food, plenty of cold beer, of course, all sorts of kids' activities. We have face painting and bounce houses and a petting zoo, and we have uh, basket raffles. Uh, We do a 50-50. We have those instant bingo tickets. We have a real nice handful of of different vendors that come in and, and have their various unsorted wares for sale. It's almost like a bizarre type of environment. You know, it feels feel similar to being in a bazaar, but I'm almost embarrassed to say it. We don't have potato pancakes. <gasps> yeah. How did that happen? I don't know. Well, <laughs> we just, just never did it. I don't know. Maybe after our discussion, some of them will show up and people will be surprised. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll see what happens. And you all always have this ride that goes before the actual all the music starts and everything for the whole day tell us some more about that because again a lot of people like to participate in things like that but they don't have a motorcycle so are there things that they can do well while the guys are out on the ride and i'm saying guys is a generic term it's guys and gals of course you know while they're out on the ride there's really not much going on we're getting the kitchen ready for lunch uh, because we've we've been serving breakfast in the morning, so we're getting the kitchen ready for lunch. We're getting the first couple of bands set up and ready to go. But once they get back, and the first band starts off about twelve thirty, there's just a general admission. General admission is five bucks uh, for those that just want to come for the day. Kids twelve and under are free. I mean, come on, we do this for the kids, so we can't charge the kids to come in, right? The party in the afternoon, the picnic in the afternoon, really starts at about 1230 uh, when the riders get back from, from their ride. And if someone does want a ride, what is their cost? So it's 15 bucks for the driver. Uh, if you're taking a passenger, the passenger is $10. And those tickets both include a free breakfast. And is that something that you have to sign up for in advance? Or if you wake up that morning and say, hey, let's take the bike out, let's go here. Is that possible? 
It absolutely is. In fact, we don't even do advanced ticket sales. We tried it one year and it was kind of a logistical nightmare. So we just do registration right there as uh, as people arrive. We do the registration. They do have to sign a safety waiver, which anybody that rides a motorcycle understands that that's kind of a, a standard practice for any kind of charity ride. And come on in, get yourself some breakfast. 11 o'clock kick stands up and, and we take off, take a nice ride for about an hour through the country. We're still working on the route because, you know, the roads, we're, we don't want anybody to get hurt on these roads around here. So it's it's a challenge figuring out where we're going. We're still working on that, but we'll have it ready. Maybe somebody who can't ride, maybe they'd like to just stop by and say, I can't ride. Here's 15 bucks. Sure. We gladly take any donations like that. We also, if anybody wants to stop by, we are there the day before. We're there on Saturday setting up, getting the kitchen ready to go, setting up the stages, getting the vendor areas squared away. We're also, of course, obviously we're there all day on Sunday. We're also there on Monday on Labor Day, tearing down and packing up and cleaning up and, and doing all those things. So if there's anyone listening that would like to stop out and volunteer a few hours or a day, stop on by. We will be more than happy to put you to work. I figured you could use some volunteers because you're going to have a lot of people there and you're also working with some great sponsors. Oh my goodness, yes. We have uh, our we have corporate sponsors this year. Boy, we have Joe Dan Buick. Uh, we have Holiday Trucking, uh, O'Reilly Plating Company out of Nanticoke, Eli's Towing and Recovery, our friends at Sky Shooters, uh, the fireworks company, our bar and grill in Nanticoke, and the Yelps Insurance Agency. They're a good group of people. And again, a lot of these folks have been with you the past 22 years. Oh, yeah. Which just is, again, another amazing thing because you've not only grown, but you've kept the people that have started at the very beginning. I'm just going to turn it over to you. You're going to be the MC of just about everything. So here's your chance to practice a little bit. John Davis, <laughs> you issue the official invitation and give us again the where, the when, the all, most importantly, the why, and then invite everybody down. So here's the microphone. Absolutely. Go ahead. Thank you so much. So it is the Valley of the Heart benefits, benefit ride and picnic. It's an annual event. This year we're on Sunday, September 3rd, and that's at the St. Faustina Grove uh, down in the Shaytown section of Nanticoke. If you're not sure where the Grove is, if you Google Marty's Blue Room, it's pretty much right across the street from Marty's Blue Room. The gates open at 8 o'clock in the morning for registration for the ride and for breakfast. The ride goes out at 11 o'clock. The ride gets back about 12.15 or so. First band starts out at 12.30, and the music goes all the way up until about 11 o'clock that evening. We have a wonderful fireworks display. There are raffle baskets and vendors and kids and games and bouncy houses and a petting zoo and all sorts of food and face painting and just all kinds of... So there's a little something for all ages. Oh yes, it's a motorcycle ride, but it's also a big family event. If you take a take a bike ride and a bazaar and put it all together, that's kind of what we have. A lot of good food, ice cold beer, music going all day long. It's just this little old party with a couple thousand of my closest friends. As John Davis says, it's for the kids. Always for the kids. For 23 years, it's been for the kids. And that's our, that's kind of our slogan. We do it for kids. You know, again, this, this year we have these two wonderful little girls that, uh, are our poster kids. And we have a slew of families that we help beyond those throughout the course of the year. And that's what keeps us going. We do this to help these kids. And I want you to understand that there is nobody. It's a 100% volunteer organization. There is nobody collects a salary. Nobody collects a stipend of any kind. Every penny that we raise goes right back into our community right here in Luzerne County to help seriously ill children. And that's why we do what we do. And give us the information as to where we can find out more. Valleywithaheart.com or you can find us on Facebook at Valley with the Heart Benefits VWHB. Thanks once again to John Davis, Valley with the Heart Benefits, and we do it for the kids. And if again, you would like to find out more information about the day and everything that's taking place, you can check out their Facebook page, Valley with the Heart Benefits, VWHB, 
or valleywiththeheart.com. Coming up next, we're getting set for back to school. And when it comes to school, there could be food allergies, and some of those could be life-threatening. We'll get the details on what you can watch out for next on Special Edition. Welcome back to Special Edition. It's back to school time. Children and adults with food allergies must be cautious because they can be life-threatening. Fair Food Allergy Research and Education has great information that everyone should be aware of. Joining us now is Dr. Kelly Cleary. She is the Senior Director of Education and Support Programs with FAIR, and she's also a mom of a child who has food allergies and of her husband who developed them later in life. Dr. Cleary, welcome. It's nice to have you here. First of all, explain FAIR. So FAIR is a food allergy nonprofit, which stands for Food Allergy Research and Education. And our mission is really dedicated to support the lives of families in the food allergy community through research, innovative transformation in the research world, um, education, and advocacy. And when we hear the words food allergies, so many parents are very concerned because Sometimes you don't even know that your child could have a food allergy, correct? Absolutely. So food allergies are scary because they're often unpredictable. Um, you know, the food allergic reaction could vary in severity. Sometimes they're mild, but they can be life-threatening. And often we diagnose food allergies first just by looking at the clinical response to a certain food. And then once we see that that food causes a reaction, going to your pediatrician and really exploring that further through different tests. Is it possible that food allergies can be hereditary? So there is a component of food allergies that are genetic. Um, and, you know, that is something that we've known for for a while now. Um, and I can tell you on a personal note, uh, I'm a pediatrician, but I'm a mom of four kids, one of whom has multiple anaphylactic food allergies. Um, and my husband has food allergies. So, you know, we certainly saw that um, trickle down um, into my son as well. Wow. That's that's really close to home. So when you're talking about that, you're involved in this every day. So we're coming into back to school time now. And is it possible things can change with children from maybe year to year, maybe one year, nothing really showed up. And then all of a sudden the next year? There certainly is. And we see that trend in both directions. And that's why talking to your physician is really important. So we see some food allergies that may be outgrown as that child gets older. And working in conjunction with your medical team, you'll be able to determine that. But then we also see some allergies um, that are forming later in life. So we see adult onset allergies and we see some allergies popping up later. So, you know, it really is working with your medical home and figuring out what's going on if you see a certain response to um, a particular food each time your child eats it. And I'm sure that it, of course, depends on the person, on the child. But are there things that are more possibly food allergies than other types of foods? Yeah. So in the United States, we recognize the top nine. Um, and this is that the greatest percentage of food allergies are caused by these top nine foods, which are peanuts and tree nuts, eggs, milk, sesame, wheat, soy, fish, and shellfish. Um, in other countries, you know, they will look at the top 12, but here we look at the top nine and say that the majority of our food allergic reactions are caused by those foods. But that doesn't mean that if someone has an allergy to a food that's not on that list, that it's not as severe or it's not as serious. A food allergy to any food should be taken seriously. And we're, we're seeing trends now that one in 13 kids in our country um, suffers from a food allergy. So when you think about a classroom setting, that's about two kids in every classroom that will have a food allergy. And speaking of classrooms and even lunchrooms, is it possible that the foods don't have to be ingested, that it can even just be in the atmosphere in a room? 
So there are some individuals who have airborne food allergies. Um, that's more rare, but certainly exists. And if that is the case for a family, then they really need to make sure that the policies and procedures in school are able to keep their child safe. Um, a lot of times where you really come into trouble with food allergies is through contact. So if you think about, you know, I remember when my son was in the preschool environment and thinking about kids eating their lunch and how messy they are because that's the developmental stage to learn how to eat yourself, but getting food everywhere, right? And then having that residue. And if my son, you know, he was very severely allergic to certain foods, if he touched that and then touched his himself, um, even that small degree of contact could have caused him a life-threatening reaction. How would you know that your child or as an adult, as, as you start, as you said, start, can may start to get older, how would you know that what's happening is a food allergy? Signs and symptoms of a food allergy. Again, we said that they could be mild, but they certainly could be life-threatening, which is why we take food allergies so seriously. Uh, but they could start out with, you know, a, a rash hives, sneezing, coughing, but then they can progress to include you know, GI symptoms, gastrointestinal like nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. They can progress even further to a change in vital signs, a change in blood pressure or pulse, dizziness or affecting other body symptoms. So really recognizing what's going on and knowing the child or adult's history is important because if a person is having a severe allergic reaction known as anaphylaxis, the only treatment for that is epinephrine. So we have epinephrine auto-injectors and we say if you suspect that someone is having an anaphylactic reaction that they need epi first and epi fast. While we're talking about that, you, mom, happen to be a doctor. So in your eyes, you're looking for these types of things. But if you're not aware of all these types of things, it's probably not a good idea. I know sometimes, you know, well, we won't try that now. We'll go with this or maybe we'll cut that out of the diet. So probably self-diagnosis, not such a good thing. Oh, definitely not. And if a food allergy is suspected, you want to avoid that food. Certainly, if a food allergy is diagnosed, avoidance is key. Um, but that's why working with your team is really important. And you're right. I think for everyone else who's not as familiar with food allergies, there we have so many resources that are free to anyone who wants them, but they could be used by teachers, parents, scout leaders, coaches to really teach about the signs and symptoms of food allergies and what to do if you suspect a food allergic reaction. One of our courses um, is called Be a Pal, and it's great for back to school because Pal stands for Protect a Life. And that's really geared towards students themselves teaching kids, how could you be a good friend to someone that has a food allergy? And that includes things just like washing your hands after you eat, or, you know, we want our kids to share all of the time, but maybe teaching them not to share their food at lunch would be a safer option. Absolutely. When we're talking about going back to school, again, parents may be into the thing of, okay, we have to plan lunches now. We may have to plan different routines for dinner because of activities that are going to be starting. So, you know, these food allergies right up front. If that's what it is, that's what it is. But food labeling, is that now becoming more prevalent so that you have to consider that as well, that it might not be right up front, but it might be in there? Food labeling for food allergic families is key. So, you know, I will tell you that even foods that I buy week to week, I still look at the label before I put them in my cabinet. Um, and that's because they can change. And keeping a food allergic child or individual safe really requires knowing what is in everything that they consume. So if you are the food allergic parent, you are certainly preparing your meals to avoid all of those foods and cross 
close contact with those foods. If you're a parent in the classroom that maybe your child does not have food allergies, we always say just considering the fact that there are other kids in the class. So maybe instead of bringing in a baked good for your child's birthday, you bring in an activity to do that everyone could participate um, or a non-food treat um, just so that all kids can feel safe and included in the celebration. And milk. Milk is a big part of kids going to school, but there's been so many different things that have been introduced there in different types. And we always hear intolerance, allergy. What's the difference there? Great question. So an intolerance can be more of a digestive system and most often is not life-threatening. An allergy is immune system related and can be life-threatening. So something like milk can cause a food allergic reaction, which can be anaphylaxis. It could be that whole spectrum of disease that we talked about. Um, an intolerance to milk often will cause more gastrointestinal sy- symptoms like, you know, discomfort, gas, bloating, you know, abdominal pain, but not life-threatening as a food allergy would be. And now, Dr. Mom, I'm going to say to you, oh, it's okay. You can just have a little bit. That won't bother you. Absolutely not. And that is something that we teach our kids, even in the Be a Pal course. Like one of the things that we talk about is having other kids say to a food allergic child, oh, you'll be fine. I bet your stomach will just hurt or, oh, you'll be fine. But if a child has a dairy allergy and consumes milk or cheese, that child will react. So really any little bit, I I can tell you that just small amounts have caused my son to react. I remember there was a time when he was small that he got his hair cut and the woman who cut his hair had had an egg salad a few hours prior. And as she was cutting his hair, his entire face blew up um, and he started to have an allergic reaction. And that was really just from contact of residue that had been on her hands from hours before. So really taking allergies seriously because, you know, the severity and reactions is unpredictable and can, as we said, be life-threatening. Wow. So we're even talking about hand washing. We're talking about cleaning of different kinds of containers. It really comes down to that. Absolutely. And we at Bayer, you know, that's that's one of the things that we emphasize, especially going back to school, teaching kids to wash their hands. And that's with soap and water, not with Purell. Purell does not take off or that, you know, antibacterials don't take off food allergies. It has to be with soap and water and actually washing, you know, washing your hands, washing surfaces after that allergen has been consumed is is really important in keeping these kids safe. While we've been talking, I have been looking at your website and there is so much good information there. Many things that I didn't even take into consideration. So I could keep you here for a much longer period of time because what you're telling <laughs> what you're telling me is is so again, it's it's so that things people wouldn't normally think about that you have to even as much as sharing like pencils and papers in a classroom. Yeah, I could tell you just from a personal basis, like I have always taught my son, you know, I want him to be able to advocate for himself. I want him to be able to, you know, participate in everything that he has to. And he has been able to. Um, It's just a matter of knowing what the steps are to keep himself safe and knowing what he needs um, individually to keep himself safe. And I think that's a really important point for families who are going back to school with food allergies making sure all of your medical information is up to date, making sure the school has unexpired epinephrine auto injectors for your child, knowing the policies and procedures that are needed to keep your child safe and asking the questions. What happens on a field trip? What happens when there is a substitute teacher? Where are you keeping the epinephrine? Um, Who knows how to use it? And just I think for me, knowledge is power. And I I think if any families need to know more, um, there are so many free resources on our foodallergy.org website um, that really can be used by other parents, caregivers, teachers, administrators, anyone who's involved in 
in taking care of kids or young adults. And for anybody who's listening who may be involved in or just want more information, one of the things that I found is the whole idea of the recipes. And they're right there. There's so many, like people can hear this and say, I I don't even know where to begin. Well, this, what a resource. It's wonderful. Yeah, the food allergy community is amazing. And I know when we were first diagnosed with uh, a food allergy, even as a pediatrician, I went to the FAIR website and I found ways to, you know, tips and tricks to make our lives easier. And, you know, as scary as food allergies are, I really do believe that you know, there's so much hope with all of the research, even that FAIR is supporting and all of the research that's out there. And so much resilience in this community that, you know, I I just have a lot of hope that, that the future is going to be amazing. And I know my son with food allergies um, is the spunkiest kid out there. <laughs> so uh, I think it teaches them a lot about how to deal with their environment and people around them. Dr. Cleary, if you would, one more time, give us the information as far as where people can go for more information, because this is one of those things that could mean life-saving information. Yes, thank you for letting me talk about it. Um, You can go to our website, foodallergy.org. You would be able to find our courses on there. Our resources are free. Um, The Be a Pal resource is a great resource for back to school, protect a life. But we also have resources such as recognizing and responding to anaphylaxis, keeping students safe and included. So, so much, especially for back to school. That's Dr. Kelly Cleary, Senior Director of Education and Support Programs with FAIR. And you can find out more by visiting foodallergy.org. Don't go away. Coming up next, we're going to be telling you about the Young Ambassadors of PA program on Special Edition. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Fishing. Now on Special Edition, PennDOT and Keep Pennsylvania Beautiful are getting the word out about the Young Ambassadors of PA program. Kylie McCutcheon explains the exciting program not only helps students work to keep Pennsylvania beautiful, but the skills and experience they receive now will stay with them and may help shape future careers. Kylie, this is exciting. You are looking for students to help out to keep Pennsylvania beautiful. Tell us about this program. So the Young Ambassadors program is paid for by PennDOT, and it was recommended in the Commonwealth Litter Action Plan that was announced by the governor's office in November 2021. There will be 30 to 35 ambassadors selected, and last year out of 85 applications, 35 ambassadors were selected. So applications this year are being accepted until September 14th, and we expect the applicant selection process to be competitive again. Some qualities that we are looking for are passionate, 
individuals about the environment and community improvement efforts, committed to making Pennsylvania the best place to live, interested in meeting and collaborating with like-minded peers from across the state, and the desire to learn from and network with community leaders, public officials, and industry experts. So our schedule is that ambassadors will attend six virtual education sessions, conduct a community assessment, and then create a summary presentation about their community, organize and participate in at least one community cleanup event through our Pick Up Pennsylvania program, and then conduct one community education event or activity with focus at their high school amongst their peers. And then some additional education opportunities that our programs will aim to teach about is just in general the impact of litter on roadways, um, litter prevention efforts, waste management and recycling efforts, civic engagement and related public policy, volunteer management, and social media marketing. That's a well-thought-out program. There's so many things involved in that. So what in particular students are you looking for? Are there grade requirements as far as what year they're in in school or anything else that, that the student has to require in order to get involved? So who is eligible is 10th through 12th graders who reside in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Our application is online at epabeautiful.org. There's a few questions. And then also, ultimately, an ideal candidate is one that is passionate about making a positive difference in their communities and the whole Commonwealth, as well as a passion for environmental stewardship and volunteering. Someone who is confident that they can complete all the program requirements. They don't need, like, extensive environmental background. Um, We just want them to be able to engage with their peers and really value um, what we're trying to teach them. It's happened in the past. And have you heard anything from ambassadors who have gone before as far as um, what they have gone on to do? Because it really does sound like you're able to set them up for maybe a college career and maybe even a career beyond that. So it, it really sounds like it's not just the program now, but what they can do with it as they mature and go on. Oh, for sure. I have written a few letter of rec- letters of recommendations for college scholarships and for a variety of programs that our students were interested in. So while most of them are still in high school, we still have some 11th graders and seniors. I will say um, one of our seniors from last year, Eli, he ended up running for his school board at Highlands High School. He's in Allegheny County, and he has spearheaded development efforts for his school's Growing Mind Education Center helped instill a greenhouse in his high school, things like that. So he is going on to college now. Um, And then we have a few other fantastic students. Brady from Columbia County, she co-founded Students for Environmental Action and then started their school recycling program. And it also has an internship at TreePlenish, which is a youth-led nonprofit. So definitely big and better things for these students. That's wonderful. And just looking down at uh, the different things that they are going to be involved in, you know, there's so much involvement in the community. So are there ways that the community can help the ambassadors? Yeah, for sure. We do have affiliates across multiple counties in Pennsylvania. So we ask that they connect with some of our affiliates, such as conservation districts, recycling centers, public waste authorities, departments like that. So we help connect them to our contacts. And then we have Pick Up Pennsylvania coordinators who have been doing this work for decades, a variety of other nonprofits that we help them connect with. So we ask them to lean on and get information from anyone in their community that they want to. Um, And we can definitely help make those connections for them. And I didn't know until I was looking around to see exactly because we'll, we, I want you to give the website again because there's so much good information there. But I didn't realize that Pennsylvania has a litter action plan that everybody can get involved with and that people should even know more about. Yeah, um, we do have a variety of research on our website. The Pennsylvania Litter Research Study was done in 2020 with help from the DEP, PennDOT, and then there's a lot of action items that came out of that, such as this program, and then also um, kind of revamping the litter education in Pennsylvania. 
and exactly. And I can think about all of the the different campaigns that there have been. And now these students may be well coming up with even more of them. So, Kylie, if you can just kind of go over everything that you need to get from them, who's eligible and everything else, just so that we have all of the information right in front of everybody. And of course, that very important website where the application is and they can get more information. They should visit keeppabeautiful.org and then select programs on our website and then education. And then from there, they should select um, under the education tab, Young Ambassadors of Pennsylvania. And then um, there's a simple, it kind of explains the program in more detail. What is the goal of it? um, Program requirements, things like that. And then there's a button to start the application. And all of this has to be in by when? In by September 14th. Thanks once again to Kylie McCutcheon, giving us the details about the Young Ambassadors of PA program. And remember, you have until September 14th to return your application. And you can find out more by visiting keeppabeautiful.org. And while we're talking about Labor Day weekend coming up next weekend, we also want to mention La Festa Italiana will be getting underway on Lackawanna County Courthouse Square starting this Friday and continuing through Monday. I'm Paula Degnan. Thank you for joining me here on Special Edition. Thanks for listening to Special Edition, a weekly look at the issues in the news and the personalities shaping the stories. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.